Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. Where else can you listen to Big Brother House Guests, Survivor Castaways, and the Amazing Racer Racers? That's right. Here at the Rad Reality Show Network, and we have so many other guests. Everyone sit back and enjoy. Let's start with the intro and let's get the show on the road. show the amazing sunday night and this is ron rad tonight we talked amazing race if you guys have a question you guys can call in um 347-237-5506 welcome everyone welcome amazing race fans and happy valentine's day this is your rad reality show network we connect you to the reality stars you love Tonight is February 14th, 2016, and once again, I hope everyone out there had a fabulous Valentine's Day. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so excited to have our fans back with us and also to have our host of the Amazing Race Second Pit Stop Show, Luis Travato from the Amazing Race Season 16, back with us. Louis was one of the detectives on Season 16 of the Amazing Race, and he's been winning the hearts of fans ever since. He does such a great job of recapping each episode of The Amazing Race. And he has become um, just such a great person to uh, do these shows. He shares such great information and fascinating info about what goes on both behind and within the shows. Um, And he often brings on other alumni as well um, from different seasons. So all that combined makes his show just a lot of fun. So I hope you're ready to start the season off with us tonight and come back each and every Sunday night to share your thoughts about the current episode of The Amazing Race 28 with Luis Gervato and his guests. You're always encouraged to call in and participate on air with us by dialing 1-347-237-5506. We do ask that once you're on our switchboard, you press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you're ready to join us on air. 
and you're not just listening to us on our switchboard. Um, all of that being said, without further ado, let's get Louie up here on our, our air and have a great show. We're going to start off with Louie's intro, which is always great to hear. <laughs> and then we'll get this show started. So give me just a moment and we'll get that going for you. Foundation 
and um, they try to make this wish come true for these people. And I am so proud to be part of that. I mean, I met some lovely people that are volunteers and people who run it um, who are amazing. And, and as far as the actual children and young adults who are a part of this that I've met and helped, um, it's pretty touching. And it's, I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Um, so doing that and... I am. Um, I started my own um, private investigation business, but I think I told you about that last time. Where um, it's called Pinnacle Security Consulting and Investigations, and um, that's my private eye business, which I've been really up and moving along a lot lately. Um, been doing a lot of little different cases, but that's not my main focus. My main focus is my physical fitness program that I do, which a lot of you have seen my logo, which was drawn by one of my fans who's from Indonesia. Um, it's called Louis Fitness Academy. And that's going to be starting this week in Providence, Rhode Island. And um, I'm really, really excited about that, getting people physically fit. It's a fitness program where I instruct people um, to do a circuit workout uh, my way and with results and getting fit and, you know, and living a healthier life. And um, I'm really excited about that. I'm really, really excited about that to get it up and going. I've been doing it in Bristol, Rhode Island, <clears throat> for the past two years at my friend's uh, boxing club. But now I'm doing it in Providence. It's like it's a boxer's workout, but it's not necessarily teaching you to be a boxer. It's just a boxer's workout that teaches you how to, you know, train like a boxer. You know, original boxer's workout, and it's it's. <clears throat> It's really, really a great workout. So, I mean, anybody interested in wanting to know what I do, just hit me up direct message, and I'll explain it a little better. Um, so doing those two things, um, you know, this living life and um, dealing with family, you know, life and matters, which is normal for most people, and um, enjoying life pretty much, doing things that I want to do since retiring from being a police officer, you know. So, um I had an amazing career, and uh, like any law enforcement that's listening, I, I love you to death. Um, we're still on the job. It's just a tough job these days. It's it's really really hard um, to be a police officer these days, man or woman. Um, you know, it's tough to do your job without people criticizing oh, you. You know, and it's like yeah. I mean, everybody's got a camera. Everybody's got you know, every phone has a camera. And it's just like, you know, and media loves that drama. So if one cop does a messed up thing, <clears throat> one cop of a city makes a whole bunch of cops look bad. But when a cop really does something bad, it, it's, you know, it affects the whole country in reality. I was talking know? to so, somebody here in St. Louis, and, you know, being an officer used to be such, you know, a prideful job. And... Now police officers are afraid to even let their families, you know, their children go to school and say that my dad's a cop. Yeah. Um, you know, it's sad. It's really heartbreaking that a child can't go to school and be proud to say, my daddy's a police officer. You know, mm, that just true. breaks my it, heart that, that it's it, gotten It shouldn't be that. that way, but it is. Yeah. No. And... Yeah. You know, they said that, you know, they can't even go to, like, 
school functions and wear the uniform because, you know, there was so much tension here in St. Louis for so long, you know, over the Michael Brown thing. And they were afraid that, you know, just by wearing the uniform, there would be backlash. Yep. At the school. It's sad, And I thought, you know, how sad is that, that, you know, this little girl can't go to school and be proud that her daddy is a cop. You know, that is just so wrong. And I don't know, it just broke my heart when she told me the story, and I I really thought about it. And it just, on so many levels, it just really broke my heart to think it sucks, believe me. Both I mean, on, I, I, on I, his I, part, on her part, on the wife's part, on everybody's part, it affects the entire family, and hmm. it's just so sad. That and he could be, a, and, he, and he could be a really good cop too. That's the sad thing. He's oh like, yeah, and he's he going out there and he's putting his, his job, life man. on the line every day. Yep. Every every time he puts that uniform on, he's putting his life on the line. And yep. he probably is a, a good cop, you know. But because such of a negative, few, such a negative picture has been painted. That's the thing. So exactly, that's the and, unfortunate part. And it affects all of them because of a few. Yep. Yep. And true. It's just so sad. I, I don't know. Yeah. There's just not enough words to describe how no, how sad I, I it has become. For that entire profession, yep. and I, I just don't know. I mean, media, I, I media don't. doesn't help anything either. Media no, doesn't they help don't. because me, they and don't. I mean, I'm a fan of media. Believe me, I mean, um, but I mean, it's like almost glorifying. Um, it's almost glorifying when a cop does bad in a way they they play it over and over and over again, and. You know, that's one or a couple of cops doing something wrong if they did something wrong, you know. And and, and usually it's not from the very beginning when things are recorded either. Usually you, you pop into the middle or, like, something huge in the beginning is missing from the video, you know. that That's a, that's a lot of times. Not not everything's filmed right from the beginning, you know, when, when things right. occur. So. So anyway, so let's stop being negative. Let's stop being Debbie Downers. You know, it, it is what it is. But you know, being a police officer was one of the greatest jobs I could have ever done in my life. I mean, I loved every second of it. I loved being a police officer. I loved. I mean, my one of my greatest, some of my greatest rewards was when people years later would come up to me and thank me, um, thank me for um, being who I am, and thank me for like you know saying, Louis, you, you know, you did a great job. You. you you treated me like a human being, not like a piece of shit. I was wrong. You were doing your job, and and now I'm better for it. You know, and that's great. You know, I, mean, I got a one friend. Well, I, I call him a friend because he um, things you know, life changes. People change, and he was involved with a bunch of other guys in bank robberies, and I actually shot him. And now today we see each other. We say hello, and you know, and we shake hands, and. Um, he's, and he's like, you were just doing your job. I was an asshole back then, you know. I mean, wow. it is, it's life, you know. Yeah, so. 
I mean, I know, there's a lot of stress bit. in that job. Oh, yeah. So I'm yeah. glad that you're out of it and, and you're living your life doing yeah. what you want to do on your terms now. And I'm so happy exactly. to hear that. Now, the other thing I'm doing, because I'm doing so many things I almost forgot, is I was asked to be a powerlifting coach for the Providence Special Olympics team. So I am really excited about that. I am very, very excited about that. I just just, um, um, took an exam so I qualify as a coach, which I know I passed. you know, did all the paperwork and everything. I actually went to the main office in Rhode Island, which was, which was in Smithfield, Rhode Island, the Special Olympics office, and I um, met with several people there who were so excited to meet me. It was like some of them were like, and like one person remembered me because I remember after doing the Amazing Grace that same year after doing it, I was asked to model clothes with Mike. Um, who I did the Amazing Race with um, for the Special Olympics. It, it was a, a, a charity where um, celebrities um, did modeling of clothes and local celebrities. And one of the girls, when I walked in the office, recognized me. She goes, you did the charity. You're, you were a model. I'm like, uh, oh, okay. Wow. I said, you got a good memory. So that was like five years ago, if not more now. You know, so. Um, actually... Actually, oh, my God, I'm just thinking about it right now. Today is six years that The Amazing Race Season 16 aired on TV. Really? We filmed it in in December, but it it aired on Valentine's Day. Yeah. It aired on Sunday today. That's freaking, oh, my God. So if Amazing Race was still playing today, this season would have aired tonight like mine did on Valentine's Day. That is, oh, my God, I was just thinking about that. That's so weird. That's so cool. So, yeah, it's been six years because we, we aired in 2010. So, um, yep, it's been six years since um, the Amazing Race season 16 aired, and that was today. Today's the anniversary. Happy anniversary to any of my brothers and sisters who are listening. <clears throat> Got to bear with me because I had a head cold. So, um, <clears throat> anyway, um, so that's what's going on right now in my life. So um, I'm excited about it. Um, really excited about this season in a way. Um, some other people are being a little annoying right now, um, to me at least. <laughs> um, but and I don't know if it's because of their popularity with social media in reality i don't know any of them i i don't know a single person on this show i don't follow social media like that maybe the swimsuit models i've seen here and there (laughs) but um on you know on instagram and stuff like that but the other ones um didn't know them i've seen them on different um, shows like um, news shows, like a couple other people that do the Vine videos um, I've seen on, um, you know, news segments. But as far as the rest, not a clue. Not a clue. Well, I'm learning who they are now, but um, interesting. They are popular. They got thousands and thousands of followers. So people do know who they are. 
and uh, people are excited about this season because of that. So, getting, I think we're getting, we're going to get a lot of new followers in regards to the Amazing Race because of these people. So, people who never followed the Amazing Race before will probably be following it now after um, seeing these people who are on this season. So, that being said. Uh, uh, what do you think so far um, of this season, Cherry? It's interesting. Um, initially, I thought some of these teams were going to be so self-absorbed that they were going to kind of slip up and, and not do so well on the race because they were right. so yeah. self-absorbed. Um, yep. But once it gets started, everybody seemed to get into gear and, and remember what they were doing and why they were there, and everybody fell into place. So I right. think it's going to yep. be a good season. I, I hope so. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be a good season. I mean... Um, I mean, you know, let's um, because it could take a little bit. Let me um, let me just pull it up. Oh, what the hell happened? Yeah, thing. Um, the um, the contestants have different um, you know, categories that they're famous for. So um, China. All right, here we go. All right. So, let's start with uh, let's start with Erin um, White Robinson and Jocelyn Davis. They're friends. Um, they're um, the two YouTube hosts of, of for the popular news and entertainment channel called Cleaver, um, where they cover all things Hollywood. So they're known for that. Those two. Yeah. Beautiful young ladies, and I'm surprised they, I'm not shocked they don't have a lot of followers. <laughs> um, we got Darius Benson and Cameron Benson, the brothers, the, the black brothers, um, who made their names for themselves on Vine doing crazy stunts like um, park hour, unicycling, and juggling. So the Vine videos seem very popular. Several teams, it seems like that, that. That's what they're famous for, doing the buying stuff. And we have Zach and Rachel King, they're newlyweds. Um, he's known for his magic viner. So he does a lot of, he does magic buying videos. And he has over 3.7 million followers. And he's embarking on his once-in-a-lifetime once opportunity with his new bride. So she's not famous. He's the famous one because there's several teams like that, actually. Um He's the one that's famous on internet, um, and she's along for the ride over here. Then we have um, Dana Boriello and Matt Stefania. Stefania? Am I saying it right? Stefania. Stefania. They're engaged, and um, they have both professional dances, and they're su- very successful on YouTube doing those things. They've been engaged for three that, years. Yes, you are correct. Um, all right. Then we have Marty Cobb and Hagen Parkman, their mother and daughter. Um, 
she's a, a hilarious flight attendant demonstration video, which went viral on YouTube. It has racked over 22 million views. She, it is pretty funny, um, if you've seen it. Right. <laughs> if not, you should check it out. I mean, and it's not shocking they picked them as a team because the daughter was absolutely gorgeous. Um, and obviously she's very popular with the uh, YouTube community. Um, and all right, let's go on to Kurt Gibson and Brody Smith. These two are freaking amazing. They're pro Frisbee players. Um, they master um, the finger-flicking sport, and, they, and it's all over YouTube. Um, some of the stunts they've performed is pretty incredible. Um, let's go to Tyler Oakley and Corey Cool. Um, they're friends. Um, they are both special, I mean, social media influencers. influencers. Um, Tyler is one of the most well-known YouTube personalities. And Corey co-hosts the award-winning podcast Psycho of the Psycho Psycho Babble. There we go, Psycho Babble, alongside with Tyler. So that's what they're famous for. Now, do you know any of these people, Cherry? I mean, that I've mentioned yet. I mean, have you? Know, did you know any of them? No, you did it. Thank you. Anyway, there you go. Now we got. It. <laughs> Here we got Jessica Versteg and Brittany Oldorf. I'm not lying. I'm not a liar. I'm just telling you, anybody who watches The Amazing Race, I, I, I guarantee a large amount of our audience doesn't know these people. Uh, these two are absolutely beautiful. They're two Instagram models, over 60,000 combined followers. I, I, I'm not sure which one said it, but they were talking about how they um, – are um, they make their money? Um, they, they because they got so many followers um, from just wearing bikinis in the first place. Companies actually hired them to um, wear their bikinis and pay them well and post them on Instagram. So that's where they they make their money. How incredible is that? You get noticed being on social media, and next thing you know, you're working for some big company wearing their bikinis. Right. God bless him. That's awesome. So, then we got uh, Bernie Burns and Ashley Jenkins. They're a dating team. They are, <coughs> excuse me. They are two savvy social media personalities who also happen to be dating. Bernie runs Roster Teeth, one of the largest gaming sites on YouTube, and Ashley is a co-host of the site. That's something I, you know. That that's millions and millions of dollars. That's something I don't get. People, young kids, especially teenagers, even adults, watch people play games on social media. Or you just play the damn game. I don't get that. This, people love it though. People pay to watch other people play. It's insane. It's insanity to me. It's crazy. You know. I know. Uh, whatever. Anyway, then we got Scott and Blair Fowler, their father and daughter team. Blair is a YouTuber who started uh, posting beauty and fashion videos at the age of 14 and has since expanded her channel to include all things lifestyle, which has helped to attract more than 1.7 million subscribers. God bless her. That's awesome. So her dad's along for the ride. So she needed somebody to come along, and she took her dad. Um, 
Now, here's somebody that I'm willing to right now, and you might want to agree. I mean, to me, he's a little, like, being a little annoying out there. I love the mother, but him, I don't know. He might have to wear on me. I don't know yet. We'll see. But then we got Sherry and Cole LeBron, the mother and son team. So, um, Sherry and Cole um, is a, he's a teen hot throb on the vine. All right? So, I, he, ugh, I want to shut his mouth a few times, yelling and screaming he did. So, I think I hit everybody. Um, so, um, you know, love the Vine people, you know. Um, like that, that like the, um, what were two brothers, um, which ones were they? Let um, me back it up here a little bit. Um, put it on my list. Um, Darius and Cameron? Well, the damn, yeah, Darius and Cameron, but what's the other Vine team that um, the kid jumped into the car? Um, um, Zach and Rachel. Maybe it was Zach. Might have been Zach. Where he like he um he he made, yeah I think it's Zach. He makes some incredible videos. Like he like looked my mom. I could actually hear my mom in the room while I'm sitting in my room taking notes, and she was like, "Oh my god!" Like because she it looked like he jumps into the car as it's going right by, you know. Right. And I go, nah, it's it's not real, you know. It wasn't real, you know. But it's pretty incredible. And they showed some of the things how they do them on a news channel that not that long ago. How they cut it, how they place everything at a certain point, you know. It's pretty cool. Um, how they get those things going. But um, so that's our cast this season, and um, nobody's really sticking out in my head yet, as far as being a powerful team. Um, no, I, I can't, you know, in all seriousness, I, I'm not, I'm not going to even attempt to pick a team this week. I'm not, I can't because it was like two all over the place for me, to tell you the truth. Um, but, uh, all right, this is the amazing race. It's season 28 and this is the very first leg of the race. Um, uh, it's 2016, February of 2016. This race, um, is being aired. So they probably filmed in December like we did. Um, it's, the race lasted 21 days. They went to 18 cities, 21 countries, and they traveled over 27,000 miles. So, such a change from where mine was, where we did it in 31 days and went to about the same cities and countries, but traveled 44,000 miles. <laughs> kind of, kind of crazy, but um, almost doubled everything, you know. Um, but the strange thing about this season, they um, they all had, um, whether it be an iPhone or um, a Droid, I wasn't sure about, as far as that goes. But their, all their phones rang, and they were there with camera people, and Phil was giving them the next clue over the phone on getting started on the race. It was pretty cool where, you know, they were from all over the United States, so Phil goes, your next clue is in Mexico City at the Monument of the Revolution. So all we all teams were leaving their residence um, by taxi um, to the airport. So um, so off they go. You know, um, they they all headed out. Um, and once they got there, as most of us seen end of last year's 
podcast, Phil did a live podcast in Mexico of the very first leg of the race. <coughs> Excuse me. At the very first leg of the race in Mexico, where they all met up. Um, and it was brief, but they showed him going to this section, um, this monument of the re- revolution for their first, for the actual first clue. So once they got there, um, it was a, um, there was a detour. And the first half of the detour was a mariachi madness. And the mariachi madness was, in regards to, there was 350 mariachis in the plaza. Um, in the, uh, Plaza Garibaldi, sorry, and they had to find the mariachi who was faking it. So one of the mariachis was not really blowing a horn or playing a guitar or whatever. Um, so it, that was pretty insane. We'll talk about it in a minute. And then the other part of the detour was great bulls of fire. And there they had, they were building a, and I'm going to listen to me. Those of you just listening to me for the first time, I chopped the shit up out of foreign words. So, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Hashtag. You can hashtag it now. Sorry, not sorry. Okay? <laughs> Get over it. If you know the word better than me, feel free to call in and correct me. I don't give a shit. You know? It's all good. I'm, I, I, I will not be offended. <laughs> I'm never offended because I... Cause I, I uh, that's who I am. <laughs> right? I have no filters, correct, Jerry? That's who I am. That's right. So, that's right. No, that's what people love about me. That's fine with me. Um, so you're build, they're building a teritum, a teritum, and um, where they had a uh, and construct a paper mache bowl, and once it was loaded with fireworks, they had to light it up for the next clue. All right, so. The uh, Mariachi Madness was um, pretty cool, pretty intense. I mean, it was loud. It it looked almost impossible, but the teams that did do it, um, you know, they had their problems here and there a little bit, but pretty much got it, you know. And the building the bull, it doesn't seem like anybody actually had any problems doing it. It was just looked like um, time-consuming, putting it together, building the stand. Nobody got told, no, it's wrong on that either. So, I mean, there were people that got told they had the wrong mariachi and they had to go back and correct it. But um, either that, I mean, they were both, um, (coughs) excuse me, they both seemed pretty like, you know, they had their own intentions in in different ways. So Brody and Kurt um, did the mariachi madness. And they finished first. And then there was Fran, Fran, uh, oh my God. All right. um, Aaron. Aaron, I, mean, I can't even read my own writing. Um, Aaron and Joslyn did the Mariachi Madness, and they finished second. Um, Dana and Matt did the Mariachi Madness, and they finished third. Sherry and Cole did the Mariachi Madness, and they finished fourth. Zach and Rachel did the Mariachi Madness, and they finished fifth. Are we are we seeing a thing here? <laughs> so Mariachi Madness was obviously easier to do than the Great Bulls of Fire, but um, the um, 
Tyler and Corey did the great bowls of fire. They did six. Uh, Marty and Hagen, they did the great bowls of fire, and they finished seventh. Um, Bernie and Ashley did the great bowls of fire. They finished eighth. Um, Scott and Blair did the great bowls of fire. They finished ninth. Uh, Brittany and Jessica did the um, Great Bulls of Fire. They finished 10th. And Darius and Cameron did the Great Bulls of Fire, and they finished 11th. So the route, now I'm going to really, here we go, Terry, here we go. I'm going to chop this. Um, Route info, right? When they finished, they got this clue. It was a route info. And they had to go to the Cervases, Cervases, Oh man, Zavaz di Tio Tuacan. Tutacan. Forget it. I'm done saying that word. We're done. Okay. Enough said. I'm not even going to try that again. Um, so, Dana and Matt got there first. So, they were the first of four teams to leave at 730. Brody and Kurt got their second. They were the second of four teams that got there at 730. Aaron and Justin got their third, so they were third of fourth, seven thirty. Sherry and Cole were fourth, and so they're fourth of people who were leaving at seven thirty um, when they got inside this area. Um, Zach and Rachel were first of fourth to leave at seven forty. Tyler and Corey was second of fourth to leave at seven forty. Marty and Hagen were third of fourth to leave at seven forty. And Scott and Blair were fourth of four to leave at 7.40. Brittany and Jessica came in first um, four of three to leave at 7.50. Darius and Cameron came in second of three to live at 7.50. And Bernie and Ashley came in third of three to live at 7.50. So I'm no, and you'll see this later, I mean, some of these people that were at the bottom of the pack um, did not necessarily finish at the bottom of the pack. So, I mean, sometimes it's not always, you know, about leaving later. It's just about what you do when you're asked to do it and how quick you can do it. So they had, once they got inside, their next clue was a roadblock. So it was who's ready to pick up the pieces. So they had to make their way to a cave and find 13 pieces to make a, a Teotihuacan mask. Um, so they had to dig through an archaeological site. They had to take the pieces they find and then make a mask. And they had to listen for the drums and that's where they built the mask. Um, and then they had to get the approval of a tribal elder for the next clue. So... Um, 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 um. When we get to it, I'll talk about it. I'm sorry. Um, so, um, going doing this, Matt um, and Matt and Dana stayed consistently consistent throughout this race, pretty much, and um, they um, they ended up coming in first. Matt finished it, and um, and they um, once he finished. Um, once all everybody finished, they had to um, make their way to the first pit stop, 
which was the, to the Museo Sumamaya. So Matt came in. Matt finished first. Corey finished second, finishing the mask. Zach finished third. Darius finished fourth. Um, Bernie finished fifth. Kurt finished sixth. And uh, where am I? So Jessica finished seventh. Marty finished eighth. Erin finished ninth. Sherry finished tenth. And Scott, gotta love him, he finished 11th. Scott had a hell of a time. A few of the teams, and I remember it was Scott, I think it was Darius, and one other team listening for the drums. They all came out of the cave that they went into. And, That's just so funny. Yeah, they came out of the cave and listening for drums. And they're the only three teams that came out of the cave until they realized they had to go back in the cave. But Scott ends up dropping several pieces. Um, so he, had, he was looking forward to picking them all up. Now, the thing that a lot of teams didn't realize, most of them, I think all of them pretty much, they only collected 13 pieces, but little did they know there was 13 pieces of a dark color and 13 pieces of a light color in in that sand, or I think, you know, that, that's, that was the ratio, but they needed to find one color, 13 pieces of a one color, not different colors, in order to build a mask. So, not only did Scott drop the 13 pieces, he also had to go back to the archaeological site and redig up more pieces because he didn't have enough. Right. Um, so, it was, um, you know, but, you know, a few of the teams talked about it being claustrophobic. Oh, claustrophobic. Not one. Was, I think it was like three teams to be exact. But nobody really, like, Nobody really, like, exaggerated anything else after that, though. You know, like, you never heard anybody else saying, oh, my God, I can't take this anymore. i got to get out of here. They, um, they all pretty much hung in there, so good for them. They, they, they fought a phobia um, in order to be on the major race and to, to do this race and to be part of it. They fought a phobia, and they did well. So, um, so good for you guys. God bless. Um, so like I said, once complete, they had to make their way to the first pit stop, which was to the Museo um, Sumamaya, and Dana and Matt made it there first. Now, I have something to say, and hopefully you or somebody can answer it for me because I don't know it, but I'm going to ask him in a second because I'm, well, let's ask it now. Dana and Matt were first, right? And Tyler and Corey were sh- like right behind them pretty much, but what do you call it? Um, Phil never said, never gave him a prize. No. A prize. Well, they they exactly. kept racing, so I don't know if they're, I don't know if they don't get a prize because they they kept racing, or I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, I don't remember him giving him another clue, saying you're still racing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't, know I don't even recall that. I don't recall that because I've seen that. I've seen that before where they they um, they get a clue. I mean, they'll, they'll like. I, I remember him saying, like Phil saying, "Hey, um, yeah, you came in first, but you're still racing." He didn't say that, and he didn't say, you know, he said you you were from the team number one, but he didn't say you won anything either. So I found that very strange. I don't know if that's an error in the show 
where they did win something and they just didn't, you know, tell them? I don't, I don't know. You know? I don't know either. So, it's the first time I've really seen it go down like that where, you know, we didn't see yeah. anything given away for the first leg of the race. That's, no, it's the very first time. I've never seen that before. So, um, that's interesting. Um, Tyler and Corey, like I said, came in second. Zach and Rachel came in third. Darius and Cameron, who was trailing for most of the race, came in fourth. They were even shocked, you know, that they were they were up that high in the in the thing. Um, Brody and Kurt came in fifth. And these are the only two teams that, like, after finishing the mass and going to the location for the pit stop, were um, you everybody that finished with the mask came in their order except for these two teams. Brody and Kurt overtook Bernie and Ashley somehow, probably because of the taxi, um, because Bernie and Ashley finished actually um, fifth in the mask making. Um, Bernie finished it, and then then um, Kurt finished sixth. But when they got to the mat, Brody and Kurt were fifth, Bernie and Ashley were sixth. But it doesn't affect anything. I, I was just just noticed that switch, and that was the only switch. Um, Brittley and Jessica came in seventh. Marty and Hagen came in eighth. Erin and Joslyn came in. No, here's another switch. I'm sorry. Let me correct myself. Sherry and Cole came in ninth, and Erin and Joslyn came in tenth. So they finished vice versa each other as far as the taxi ride to this location. And not shocking, but Scott and Blair came in tenth. Mask making at one point, Aaron and Sherry were contemplating on taking a four-hour penalty, which I thought it would have been so stupid to do at that point. <laughs> um, I agree. That's a long no, penalty. Yeah, thankfully they hung in there. Obviously, it wouldn't have went to the whole four hours because it would have been who got there first as far as when the penalty goes. And, and if Scott and Blair got there, it would have been the team that once they were the bottom two teams, whoever got their second of those two teams would have been disqualified. Not disqualified because it was a non-elimination race as well on top of everything else. So, um, real strange beginning as far as little things I've noticed, different, you know. Um, I love the way they started it. I thought it was pretty cool, you know, from home. Um I don't remember uh, ever seeing another race started from home. Do you? Nope. Never. No. No. Not not like that at all. They're really using the technological, the social media, and you know that's what that's what they were doing pretty much. You know. Um, Right. To get you know that's pretty much. So uh, it's gonna be you know see we'll see what the season brings us. You know. So any of these teams stick out to you, Cherry, at all? Like uh, you, you, you know, liking anybody right now, or you hating anybody yet, or you're like, are you just not sure about anybody? What did you What did you feel about um, 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 Cole? I mean, to me, he's, um, he's just annoying <laughs> young boy who, who's got popular. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. um. I don't know. I I'm a little hesitant to root for a team this year. 
I am so far too. I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm curious to what just, you know, Diane think of this season. And um, I guess they got their own podcast going on too. I don't know where exactly, but um, I don't know if they're doing just the live stream on Facebook, which would be kind of cool too. But um, I'm just curious what they, you know, because they, they were a very strong, popular team last season. Amazing. They were really, really strong. And I'm just curious what they think Shame of the season. It's had to be at the very same exact time as ours, huh? I yeah, no, I don't, I don't know exactly. I didn't know. Did you research it? I don't even know what time theirs is. I yeah, think it, it, same it's exact. After, after. Oh, same exact same time? Exact. Yep. Oh, that's, uh, whatever. It is what it is. Um, um, it's a free will, right? <laughs> um. But um, you know, it, it it was a cool show. I mean, I, I love how they, how they did it in Mexico. Mexico was really, you know, fun. Um, obviously, no communication gaps there. You know, I mean, for the most part, most most of the taxi cab drivers, especially in Mexico, I've been there several times. Most of them know how to speak English because they want to make that extra dollar from the Americans and stuff um, when they come down there. So. Uh, it was – I didn't notice where they're going next week because they pretty much, like, the rest of the season. So I yeah, think the they might still be previews were of the entire in, so. season, so it was hard to see, you know, yeah. exactly what was coming up next week. But right. man, were the it. previews intense. Yeah, well, Some of the things they're going to have them doing this season were <laughs> – Oh, my God. Time. Not like season twenty seven where they barely did anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, did, did you have anything? There's rumor about um, rumor about next season being an all star season. I didn't, but I don't know. I'm obviously not on it. But I mean, <laughs> um, well, you don't. That's know what that I heard. Yet. No, I don't. But I, I heard next season is an all star season. Um. So I'm not sure what that's going to entail about yet. Time. But I mean, well, I think that they would wait till season thirty to make it special. No, I mean that's my opinion. You know, so I don't know. Well, the only thing that they might be doing, you know, they've got when they did the um, Survivor Second Chance. I think they got fans really involved in in voting, and I think they might have lit on to something there. So they might be looking at doing something like that with the Amazing Race. You know, who knows? That would and be before nice. the fire calms down, maybe they're thinking about doing something like that with the race. That would be freaking awesome. I mean, I mean, at least give you know people like myself and Mike a chance to, you know, to be part of a fan season. You know, so I mean, I know I have a I pretty decent following, so it'd be a lot of fun. You know, so um, I agree. I think it would be awesome to let the fans, you know, have a little say in it, and you know, be able to to choose. You know so many teams and then, you know, like they did on Survivor, pick so many teams that 
that the fans get to choose from and then put it to the fans and say, here's, you know, X amount of teams you get to choose from and let the fans pick. And I think that would be great. And if, you know, they're all CBS shows. They're all somewhat affiliated with, you know, some of the same producers and things. So Second Chance was just a phenomenal season for Survivor. And I know that they really touched on something there. So they might be doing something, you know, in that vein for the race. And if that's the case, that would be awesome. That would be Um, cool. That would be cool because I know I have people like you and, oh, man, I'd be voting from every (laughs) computer every day. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, But, I mean, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you know, regardless, we had the opportunity to be on one of the greatest shows on TV, as far as I'm concerned. And even if we didn't get picked, I mean, there are thousands of people who want to be on the show and they never been. And we were, so that's all I could, you know, and, and that's what it is. That's, that's how you got to look at it, you know? So. Um, I have to say, Louie, you've, you've used your platform in the best way that anybody possibly could. You know, you've well, given back you. to so many charities and touched so many lives since coming off the race, it, it's just been amazing. And I I give you all the credit in the world for what you've done after coming off the race. Um, it's just been amazing how many lives you've touched and are still touching today with, yeah. you know, the platform you were given after being on the race. Um, just going out there and helping kids you know, kids with disabilities and who are sick and everyone that you've helped, just so heartwarming to see everything that you've done and continue to do. Thank you so much. I just, I thank the world of you for everything that you've done and you're still out there doing it and it just means so much. You know, some people go out to their shows and, think they should just be handed the world like they're rock stars and think, you know, everybody should just bow to them and they shouldn't have to do anything, you know, have people pay them to go to a bar, you know, it's ridiculous. And then others come off the shows and they're like, what can I do to help my community now, you know, and help others with, you know, who are sick or who have health problems or children that may be facing, you know, life-threatening illnesses. Those are the people who really have the good hearts. Those are the ones that really, you can tell, are just wonderful people. And it, I'm just so honored to, to be involved with some of the, the great ones who care to give back to their communities. I mean, people like you and Michelle and Cowboy and, 
you know, the really wonderful ones that go back and, and really care about the charities and giving back to their communities. And I'm so blessed to have all you on the Red Reality Show and doing what you do every day. You know, it means so much. Thank you, honey. Thank you so much. And, and those who are listening, I did not pay Cherry to say those things. She just said it out of the <laughs> kindness of her heart. <laughs> I did. I, uh, I I mean that with every every bit of my being. I think the world of you, Louie. I love you, honey. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are such a sweetheart. Um, I, I I love you to death. You 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 are such a you are such an amazing person in my heart, and, and you, know, you are a huge friends. you are a huge part of my you know. You are an amazing friend. I love you to death. And that goes both ways, Billy. Thank you, baby. Thank you so much. So we, hey, um, next week I will have some people lined up to talk with us. Um, you know, I, I just have a lot of shit going on. I stop going, stop, stop. Uh, the, 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 the views, the, the views are reflections of Louis Stravato. I'm not that of the Ron Rad Reality Show. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Well, baby. Huh. I have a question for you. Was huh. it one of the the um who was it that that was out there when they were looking for pieces of um when he, he the dropped the pieces uh, uh, yeah, they were outside though. They hadn't gone yeah. to find the drums yet. And she asked him, Are you finding little drums? On the ground. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. Just about oh, died laughing. Some of the comments, some of the things you can't even write down. I mean, it's like so crazy. <laughs> Who was that? So great. I mean, that? Uh, it was one of the bikini models, I think. I think was it was. It? I, I think it was. Almost died laughing. Oh, when wait, she wait, 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 little drums on the <laughs> ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh we'll my god! We'll blame it on her. That's funny. Oh man. Well, we're gonna we're probably gonna hear some funny shit. That's for sure this year. That's no doubt. Oh, you know? I'm certain of it. I'm we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see the people who are in love with themselves because they got this popularity. You know, instead of being humble, we'll see who's humble, who's not. You know, and um, there's gonna be te- I, I guarantee I think there's gonna be teams that are gonna be hated, and they gotta be smart because if they got these kind of viewers. Uh, I'm sure people are telling them. I'm sure they have people that um, represent them because they're so popular. And I'm sure what I would hope they're telling them, look, you have a reputation to keep up, so don't come off or don't, you know, be an asshole or whatever, you know, because you're going to lose viewers because of it if you do, you know. So, um, so I'm, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. So. Uh, you know, uh, they're uh, so used to being on social media and getting mm. their ego stroked each right. and every day, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be interesting to see how they last without having that ego fed, you know, yep. after a little while. Um, Look, without, without so, saying anything, because I can't, but there was... um. Um, one of the um, 
Amazing Race um, um, people who who get people for the show. Right, casting. Um, yeah, one of casting people is a friend of mine. And she called me up and she said, Louie, we're looking for a certain type of person. And I'm like, oh, okay. Hey, can you help me out? And I said, sure. So I, I pointed a few people her way. But um, it's going to be interesting for next season what they do with this. It's really weird how they asked it. So until we can talk about it, I can't right now because it's top secret and I promise to keep that. But it's just, it's going to be strange. Now, now to think about, now I'm thinking about that. I don't think that season 29 will be an all stars because of that. I just remembered that, to tell you the truth. So, and I'm hoping hmm. season 30 is, I'm hoping season 30 is an all stars and we, you know, so we can, um, you know, hopefully somebody will be taking my place and you'll be talking about me. <laughs> Absolutely. Or, or I'll be back in time to be talking about myself. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, that would work too. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, Terry, it's always a blast, honey. I love you to death. Um uh, thank you for everybody who's out there listening and um you know please like us out there and um, love us and uh listen again and we'll see you next Sunday. Have a good night. Absolutely. You do the same, Louis. God. Take care. God bless, Chevy. Love you. Happy God Valentine's Day. Hey, Happy Chevy, Valentine's real quick. Day, does, does Rich have, like, rose petals leading to the bedroom from where you are now and, like, some ch- chocolate and cherries and stuff? He's going to drizzle on you? No? That's not happening? Well, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't tell you if it's... Oh. <laughs> Uh, love you, Cherry. <laughs> love you too, baby. You have a great night, and we'll talk to you next Sunday. Okay, baby. Bye-bye. All right. Take care, hon. I want to remind everybody to join us tomorrow night for the Manic Monday Show with Michelle Costa. For the Manic Monday Show at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. She's going to be here tomorrow night with Meg Malley from Big Brother and Luke, and I'm not sure how to say this last name. Um, I'm going to screw this up really bad. But it's Luke from Naked and Afraid. And again, that's 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, a Manic Monday show with Michelle Costa from Big Brother 16. I'm sorry, from Big Brother 10. Louise from, from season 16. I'm getting my seasons all screwed up here. Um, Meg will be with us. Meg will be joining us in the first segment. Like uh, Luke will be in the second segment. And it's always a blast on the Manic Monday show. So make sure you're here with us tomorrow evening. We're going to wrap it up tonight as we always do. I hope everybody had a Great Valentine's Day. Can't believe Louie asked that question. <laughs> um, but we're going to close with as We always do. Everybody take care. God bless. Have a great one. Be here next Sunday night for the Amazing Race Second Pit Step Show with Louis Gerardo from Season 16 of the Amazing Race. 
Here's Ron. Take us out. Good night, all. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. Before I go, I just want to remind everyone that in honor of the Rad Reality Show founder, Ron Rad, February is Heart Health Month. Ron left us way too soon from a congenital heart defect. So in honor of Ron, support foundation. And keep your heart healthy. So that's a wrap for tonight's show. Everybody take care. Have a great rest of your Sunday evening. And be here tomorrow night for the Manic Monday show. God bless and good night.